Kathy. Hello. Thank you so much for your time. Sure, absolutely. So I really don't know much about the Professional Women in Solar group at all. Would you mind just telling me a little bit more about the group? Sure, absolutely. I actually founded the group organically about 10 years ago when I first joined the solar industry. I could basically count the number of women in the industry with both my hands. That's how few we were back then. (laughs) (laughs) And at that time, all I really wanted was to socialize with other women who are in the industry. Therefore, uh, together with a few other women that I could count, (laughs) Uh (laughs) we, we decided to have a breakfast together to discuss why we joined the industry, what is it that we do uh, at our companies and how we can help each other to grow in the industry. We continue to do that for about five years. We suddenly become larger and we have gotten more volunteers to help organize the events, whether it's during Solar Power International or in local cities where the quote-unquote unofficial members are located. So one thing about our group is that we are completely supported by volunteers and volunteers alone. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's still a grassroots organization and it's by design to stay that way because as the industry continues to grow, I've also seen how the industry evolved from having 10 women in the industry to now if I attend SPI, I could literally see thousands right now in various roles, which is very exciting. Because of that, there are many other women groups that have started organizing events around SPI and outside of SPI, which is excellent because our goal and our focus has always been more of a social gathering for women as opposed to where we have to go out and solicit sponsorship and funding. That's not what we do. We continue to focus on being grassroots and depending on volunteers to help make this event successful. And there are other groups that focus on training, such as Grid Alternatives. They have a group on training women to be solar installer. And then there's also a group that focuses on getting the voices of female consumers heard. I think there's also another group that focuses on STEM, meaning science, technology, engineering, and math. So it's wonderful. Each group has different purposes. Ours remain the same, which is to provide a social platform for people to form partnership outside of their company. One of the examples that I can give you is that I personally have a non-profit that I run outside of my day job, which is called Green Ocean Ventures. We finance female entrepreneurs in developing countries, specifically in Tanzania, Congo, and now Central Asia, in Afghanistan and Tajikistan, for female entrepreneurs to start some sort of solar business in order to elevate poverty and also to provide an opportunity for women 
to work in those regions where there aren't that many jobs available. So out of that non-profit, a lot of the women who are involved in professional women in solar social gathering have crossed over to Green Ocean Venture and to volunteer their skill set in developing countries, whether it's installing solar system in developing countries or just sharing their knowledge. And that's a very eye-opening experience for a lot of the women who are working in developed countries like the U.S., because when, when you're in a country, say for instance, Pakistan or Afghanistan, the rights of women are so little that even a tiny bit of freedom to attend, let's say, a solar training workshop is being treated such as, you know, winning the lottery. Whereas we in the developed world, we have other challenges that we face that we are fighting for, which is we want to fight for more female leadership compared to in developing countries, women are merely fighting for the chance to get an education. So it's a very good experience for both women from both worlds. Say the women from the developed countries will learn to appreciate what they have more after doing some volunteer work in developing countries. And the women in developing countries are exposed to the possibility of what women are able to accomplish in developed countries. So it's like an inspiration for them. I went a bit off tangent there. <laughs> no, that's okay. I just, I left it pretty open-ended and, and that's very interesting. It's wonderful work that you're doing. So in addition to the nonprofit, what's your day job? My day job, I actually work for a European manufacturer. I'm primarily responsible for project development in the US and also emerging markets. I actually do a lot of work in the emerging markets like Pakistan, Africa, and also the Caucasus region. We're trying to bring utility scale solar to those emerging markets. At the same time, I'm also responsible for the U.S. market where we focus on distributed generation. So that's what I do for my day job. Okay, wonderful. Can you tell me a little bit more about your background, how you got into solar? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I actually have a dual background in both economics and astroscience. Mm. When I first graduated, I couldn't get into NASA training program. Oh. <laughs> wasn't good enough. Oh. <laughs> so the second option was to work for a high-tech company. And after working for a high-tech company doing social media marketing for one year, I decided that I couldn't take it anymore. And that was right about the time that Governor Schwarzenegger came up with the Million Solar Roofs program. Mm -hmm. And I went to one of the earlier Solar Power International in San Jose. It, it was a very small conference at that time where all the exhibitors have tabletops instead of the big booths that you are seeing at SPI right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> and at the event, I met the CEO of a solar installation company. 
the CEO asked me if I would be interested to change the world. And I thought, yeah, anything is better than social media marketing. <laughs> not that I have anything against social media. Right. It's not my cup of tea. <laughs> so I said, yes, I want to change the world. And of course, that experience was like none other because the CEO was an MIT graduate, extremely brilliant person. But Solar 10 years ago was just starting in California. So it's a small business. He has a small office that looks like a mechanic garage. <laughs> and when, when, when you enter the office, right behind my table is the garage. <laughs> oh, wow. And you basically can hear everything that's going on. We were all crammed into this 400 square feet, quote unquote, office space slash mechanic garage. But the company was filled with young and middle age installer, engineers, business person who wants to change the world. That company actually hired what I believe was the first batch of sustainable education graduates from business school. Because when I was in college, there wasn't such a thing as sustainable <laughs> economics or sustainable MBA. But that was the first batch of graduate, I believe. So there's a lot of idealists working for the company, which made it possible for the company to actually grow to a successful IPO, to a downturn <laughs> to bankruptcy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so it was like a roller coaster. Wow. And after that, I joined a, a module company that is no longer in business because they can't compete. Mm -hmm. And subsequently, I joined another module company which went bankrupt again. <laughs> oh, no. You really experienced the solar industry at its finest there. <laughs> exactly. But I refused to give up. Have you watched the HBO series Silicon Valley? No, but I've been told it's very good. Oh, oh, you absolutely should watch. So in that series, there was this character called Ross. So he's an Ivy League business school graduate. He worked for this high-tech company as a VP, you know, with great stock options and everything. But, but he decided to give all that up and join a startup because he feels alive in the startup and that they are changing the world. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's precisely how I feel working in the solar industry, even though it's a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And after joining a few companies that went bankrupt, hopefully it's not because of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's not. <laughs> Finally landed in a company that seems stable right now. So far, I've been with the company for two and a half years. And finally seeing some stability in solar. And finally seeing not only the social impact, but the environmental impact of all the solar that's being implemented in the Western and developed countries to the influences that it has in the emerging markets. I was recently at a conference in Thailand and a lot of the speakers were looking at United States and Germany 
to show the number of jobs that were created in US and Germany and the potential of solar energy. We, we may not realize it being here in the US working in the solar industry, but I would say this is one of the areas where I'm actually very proud to be a naturalized US citizen where we are a shining example in emerging markets. Instead of every country hating us for our military action. So in solar, we are actually the poster boy for a good example. And that's a very good feeling. <laughs> that was very interesting. I always like to hear about people's backgrounds. And you've had a very interesting one. I, I give you credit for sticking with solar after all of those uh, hiccups in the road and everything. Yeah, yeah. Just don't give up. <laughs> right. And I know, exactly. And it is rewarding. I've heard that from a lot of people. But so can you tell me a little bit more about this event at SPI? I, I see it's the ninth annual. Yeah, it's nine years at SPI, okay. originally unofficially. And so kudos, I have to thank Julia Ham for her leadership and her progressive thinking because she is one of the early supporters of this group by providing us resources and platform to gather all the women together at SPI. And Mikhail Glant, who works for Solar Energy Trade Show, mm -hmm. has been a gem. She helped organize the event for the last five years, and, and she's a volunteer in doing all this. So, so kudos to Julia and her team for making this possible. And you can see from the panel, the topic is progressing. From, from the first topic that we spoke on was about women contributing and sharing their experience in the solar industry. Five years ago, we had Congresswoman Waters giving us a very motivational and inspirational speech about why it's still important for women to continue to fight for our rights. Last year, we, we actually had a special topic focused on companies who has an official leadership training program for women, such as Clean Power Finance, Sun Edison, Enphase. They all have official program within their HR department to encourage more women leadership in their company. So, so that was a huge change from the very first event where all we wanted to do was to socialize and to know everyone mm -hmm. to, hey, this company who are actually encouraging leadership. And this year, the focus really is on how women are contributing to the global solar industry and the impact that they are having, not just in developed Western countries, but in developing countries. So, so it tied back to the fact that when I attend conferences in developing markets, they are looking at US as a shiny example. All the rural electrification programs that company have started to look into such as Sun Edison again is quite progressive. And also First Solar, they have started investing in microgrids in developing countries for rural electrification. And of course, the many, many, many small installation companies in Africa, Latin America, 
that are bringing solar electricity to villages where there weren't light available before. And now there's opportunity for education. Hence, it trickles down to eventually better economic empowerment. So this year, the topic really is more on a global holistic scale, how women are contributing. And we also have a speaker from the Clinton Global Initiative, that focuses on climate change and also women's initiative. So the Clinton Foundation has done many, many great works in Haiti, in Africa. She's going to talk about the microgrid projects that she's done in the islands, how it's changing the energy landscape in those islands and the opportunities that she's seeing. Kathy Zoy from Sun Edison. Okay. She's in charge of rural electrification. I would say this event really is a great venue for women to expand their network, not just professionally, but also in terms of social contribution, how to give back. And this is an event where they can find Similar people who wants to change the world through solar and not just for the United States, but globally. And also, this is not just an event where you can make great connections for your career, but, but really also for me personally, solar has given me so much in terms of professional fulfillment and also personal fulfillment. This is just such a great place to give back and to encourage other women to join the industry from all over the world, whether it's big utility solar or, you know, rural electrification or just replacing kerosene lamp with solar lighting. I mean, it, it doesn't matter the size. The impact is enormous. One thing that I find is that no matter which conflict zone that I'm in, and I have been to many, whenever I start talking about solar, the conversation always turns positive. And usually being a U.S. citizen and, and holding a U.S. passport might not be the most welcome mm-hmm. person in certain regions. But, but whenever I started diving into this solar conversation. That's where I see friendship developing. That's where I see groups of people working towards a common goal. And all of a sudden, it's, it's about preserving our planet as opposed to I hate your country and you hate my country. So again, I think I'm an idealist. Sometimes I go a little bit too far. (laughs) But but I really believe solar can be part of the world peace puzzle. That was beautiful, Isabel. (laughs) I I feel emotional now. You're very brave for going to all those different places where you might not be so welcomed. Well, thank you so much again for your time. Thank you so much, Kathy. I always have time for solar. <laughs> <laughs>